We Like Dota is brought to you with the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like The Old Raven, Ninja Skells, Samson Magnuson, RX Cowbell, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Beandob, Monster, Icebug, Spanguin, Titus Andromedan, Zank, Dinosynth, Tully Kaschef, Paul Turner, Jeff Peterson, Kruger. I lost it. Jim! What's happening, Jim? I met, I transposed some of the letters into two of the people and then I just kept laughing. <laughs> Kruger, Edge, Javier Lato Play, Wisp, Zeke, and Straw Cab. If you'd like to join the list of patrons, head on over to WeLikeDota.com and follow the links to our Patreon. We Like Dota episode 307 starts now. Welcome, everyone, to episode 307 of We Like Dota. Uh, as you could tell from the awkwardly edited intro, it is Jim today as your host, and I am joined by Charlene. Hello, Jim. Hello, Internet. Hello, Charlene. We are also joined by Sam. Hello, it's me. Sam. Sam is not... Uh, hosting today because he has to study up on the hero of the week which you will learn about later uh no spoilers but there's an extensive uh, amount of research that has to be done before we get there i'm yes. doing so my I'm, best so i'm tasked with uh failing to read the list of patrons <laughs> uh have you guys had a chance to play dota this week <laughs> oh, look at it go! Oh, yeah! I'll start. I have. I, I'm All trying right. to be um, not, not efficient. I'm just trying to get like whatever I can at, before the compendium thing finishes October 9th, is it? 7th? Yeah, I think 10th? so now. Yeah. October something. Um, so I, I finally got the, the third style of Nyx or not, oh, ooh, gosh, second style of Nyx, second style of Nyx. Oh. <laughs> um, and then I'm like two heroes away from getting Slark. Oh, wow. Yeah. But that one's struggling, struggling because if you look at my games, you can tell like exactly what carry heroes I have. You'll, you'll just see me playing turbo games until I get it. So you can see Luna, loss, win, win. Okay, Juggernaut, win, loss, loss, win. Wraith King, <laughs> loss, win. <laughs> so, yeah. as you can guess, I'm currently on Wraith King. Yeah, you're getting uh, there. Yeah. Uh, slowly but surely. Um, but otherwise, I haven't been watching too much Dota or playing too much Dota just to have fun. I've, I've been trying to just get as much as I can out of my my single compendium for a TI that isn't even happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I'm, I'm impressed you're, you're getting through that. Uh, just with turbos, you're getting through the uh, cavern. Yeah, doing my best. Because uh, if, like, worse comes to worst, like with Enchantress, uh, well, okay, no, that one's not a good 
example because I ended up doing that as a double. I was going to say, worst comes to worst, I can always use the fury swipes to get through difficult ones. Oh, but okay, yeah. Not with Enchantress because she was a double, so I had to keep playing until I won with her again. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get the extra efficiency. Are you going to be able to get to the second floor or whatever it's called? I don't. Uh, how do I get to the second floor? Don't I have to like clear all the rooms? No, you have to get the three. Let's see what it's called. Oh, okay. If it's uh, just the three sets. No, no. The you have to get the keys. three Falfell keys. Yeah. Falfell keys. I have two of the Falfell keys. So unless the next Falfell key happens to be along the path of getting my Slark set, probably not. Okay. Yeah, I got both. I got the support and utility Falfell keys. Never found the carry one and gave up. Yeah. Uh, how have your guys' weeks Dota been? My week? Sam, how's yours? Yeah. Um, I'm actually also close to getting Slark, but I've totally given up on Cavern because I only play Dota like once a week, maybe? That's a good So call. I'm just like, why would I stray from my three heroes that i play yes <laughs> but I, I did stray this week but first oh. i played one turbo with arian which was great i played tree in the safe lane turbo turbarino only turbos um and he played drow double slows boys and girls i'm here to tell you it was the truth Nice. Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember. Oh, we I think it was like we were against like an offlane dazzle. I think he was supporting, but um we just killed him over and over again. It must have been so miserable for that person. <laughs> like <laughs> if if Arian got close enough to hit just one frost arrow, the the hero died. They were dead. <laughs> I, I had an orb of venom and yeah, so Arian left the laning stage with I think like four or five kills um nice. and yeah we we stopped the game it, it was it was silly but i did stray from my normal three heroes i played a solo turbo game which was brave of me and um i played as tide hunter and it was glorious <laughs> tide hunter he's he's kind of in your wheelhouse of just being in strength boys who just walk forward and don't really care always forward never back he didn't care yeah. he doesn't care i picked him uh kind of panicking because we needed like a core and uh, i have no idea what's like good or bad anymore i don't think tide is like in the meta or anything but um i was against a phantom assassin <laughs> and uh spirit breaker which was amazing because they're both melee heroes so I'd just walk up to the wave <laughs> and anchor smash the poor little PA and uh yeah, smash the lane and then yeah, we won the game. I just built like a utility utility watermelon and uh had fun. It was a good week. How about you, Jim? Uh it was good. It was um theme Thursday it was a blast again. Mm. Ooh. Uh we got a bunch of we got some new people. We got some uh old our returnees, a gentleman named Ray, had not played. Uh, he played like three games in the last year. Wow. Uh, yeah, so he was like, hey, guys, I haven't played uh, basically at all in the last year. What's the meta? <laughs> um, 
You were like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you came to the right spot, mister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, N-A, N slash A. You were like, you have uh-huh. to pick something with hooves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, it, but uh, we did play a pub with him. And, like, we were trying to explain, like, there is no better kind of, right? Like, I feel like most heroes work. Like, I was like, two weeks ago, Zai started playing Bloodseeker offlane, and now everyone's doing that. But, like, no one expected that to happen before that one game that he played. Um. Like, anything kind of goes. Like, I don't think I'd be angry if I saw any particular hero other than, like, Techies or Tinker, right? <laughs> tinker. Like, just because then it would turn it into a Tinker game. That's, like, annoying. Support Tinker? What about that? Yeah, I guess I can go with that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> just blind the carry over and over again? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, it, but it was fun. We he, he came out. We played a bunch of games. We got another person. Uh, from Digital Nick's crew, uh, this woman Lexi, who's Dota buff top one hundred on like a couple different heroes. Jesus, Flex. yeah, she's like, um, you know, we we're trying to get her her a sense of how good she was at the beginning, um, and we're like, yeah, like, are, are you good? She's like, oh no, I'm not good. And like, and then <laughs> someone goes, well, what do you what do you say is good? She's like, oh, like seven and a half k. Like, okay, we've established she's she's like below seven k, uh, and she was really good. Um, did the random? First, and this is like the most theme Thursday. Did the random button keep anchoring around her? It's just like yeah, she was definitely the anchor. Yeah, I got to and Balak played, so like the two of them are always on opposite teams. Um, and so the first game, this is like the most theme Thursday thing. I don't even remember what the themes were. I think it was. Oh, yeah, it was uh, moobs for noobs against uh, skeletons. So, like, it was, like, bones versus flesh. That was, like, what we were going for. Yeah. Um, and we had the classic mid-matchup of Bailuck on Lich <laughs> and her on Oracle. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> yeah. So we had the Oracle-Lich matchup mid. Um, I ended up, I insta-locked Huskar because sexy Huskar. Right. Uh, and then she picked Oracle after that, and we didn't even realize we had Oracle Huskar until then. Um, we won, not pr- not you know, <laughs> unexpectedly, because Oracle Huskar turns out works really well. Um, but she, like Sam, you would this. She's like right in your wheelhouse. She actually said, "Always forward, never back." No. Yes. She was like, "No." And she was, uh, go more, go more, go more. And I'm like, yep, okay, right click, go. Uh, and I just like went and right clicked on people. And then at one point she casted uh, Oracle Ult on me. And Ye old Raven cast Shadow Demon Purge on me. And evidently that purges continuously, like every fraction of a second for its entire duration. So nothing... Like, no heels could stick on me. No. And I'm just going. I'm like, she's like, go more, go more, go more. And then, you know, I'm like at their tier four. There's like <laughs> one tier two still up. And I'm right clicking on people. And I just pop once the, the thing runs out. And she's like, oh, why did that happen? <laughs> I was like, it was probably the five towers that were attacking me the whole duration. Well, it's and good she's to like, me. no, no, there has to be something else. <laughs> it's and then we, did, we figured out this, this, uh, SD Oracle interaction and every single combat after that I just like beelined Raven 
<laughs> like jump at him, throw spears, like he buys back, jump at him again in the fountain. I don't care. Just kill the SD. Um, and the next game we played, she was in it too. She picked Ursa just to troll Digital Nick. And she just hunted Digital Nick everywhere on the map. Like she had like, supposed to kill him 16 <laughs> times. It was wild. It was so fun. <laughs> and I was on Nick's team and, and he was laughing about it. And I assumed she was laughing about it. They were trash talking to each other. It was a good time. I just played some pubs, but it was, uh, it was a lot. It was like super clowny, uh, which was really good. Nice. That's, that's always a fun, uh, a fun time on Theme Thursday. So that was, and then I haven't really had much of a chance. I've been busy at work, but um, Theme Thursday was a welcome distraction. Sounds wonderful. It was. It was fun. Always forward, never back. I was like, what? I'm. Uh... That's us. I'm happy to know that even like a 7.5k player doesn't know all the weird Dota interactions. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, she figured it out. Right. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't know beforehand. <laughs> I couldn't even figure that out. I was like, "What?" You're like, "Of course I died." <laughs> yeah, you're like, "Why are you surprised I died?" <laughs> yeah. Par for the course. <laughs> yeah, like I'm dead. That happens all the time. I understand. <laughs> And I said we were looking up our Dota buffs. I'm top 200,000 Warlock. Ooh. What's up? Where do I even... Where does one even find this? Let's see. Uh, I found mine on Open Dota, actually, because I uh, don't pay for Dota buff plus. Oh, neither do I. Charlene, what is this? Rankings. I'm like 92nd percentile in Warlock. Huh. Which is only, which I realized, right? Because apparently it's all adjusted by, like, the MR of the game you're in. Because, like, if, like, Charlene and Bay and their friends are playing, like, I'm just going to pick Warlock and sit in the back. And so Bay and Charlene carry a game, carry a very high skill pub. And oh, I is that how it's calculated? Yeah, and that's how I, that's how I got my 92nd percentile. Oh, okay. I was like, why is this better? I'm like, I haven't lost his Wraith King. I'm like, my Sven is crazy. And I'm like, oh, like, I'm not going to play carry when I'm with good players. I pick Warlock when I'm with good players. That's what happens. Where do you find it on Open Dota? Uh, you got to uh, you go, to... go over to rankings up the top there. It'll say like overview matches. And then at the very end, there's a small little arrow to go to the right. Ah, the arrow. Rankings. You, Charlene. Rankings. Oh, <laughs> okay. You ready for this? Yes. Yes. Ninety seventh percentile for Triad Protector. <laughs> oh, gamer! Was it, God, gamer! Was it this past game? Maybe <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know. Very, very, uh, yeah, around uh, eighty thousand. <laughs> very cool. Wow. And then, uh. 96th percentile undying. Very good. Oh. It's good. Man alive. It's good to play heroes that nobody else plays. <laughs> Five figures on that 80k. Oh no, I refreshed and went down. I was 20. <laughs> I was a 99th percentile coddle at 20,000. Oh, nice. But then I refreshed and it went to 30,000. Ah. That happened to me too. I. I trust the lower one. <laughs> yeah. I trust the one that makes me look better. Yeah. So yeah I think yeah. you should as well. Coddle. Yeah, look. Yeah, Revenge is 99. Coddle, Underlord, L Lich. Wow, you got some 
I am huh. I am a support player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, should we move along? We should. Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> to read the future, I need entries. I don't know. I wrote down the news battle pass is over, but it's not. <laughs> As you pointed out, uh, Charlene, I got the uh, Wind Ranger Arcana. Yeah, and uh, d- declared my battle pass over. Apparently, I, basically, I think that's how it works. Yeah, I got that, and I got the bear. I got the the Ursa bear. Really, that's a nice set. Yeah, I got it with my last Immortal Treasure too. Did you then... run the stats this year? Like, how much harder are those rares and ultra rares this year? Uh, they are harder to get. Um, I didn't. We didn't run the stats as in much detail, in as much detail as we did last year. Me and Greg had a spreadsheet. Um, I love you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> they seem like they're 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 quite a bit more rare. Uh, the one thing I didn't notice this year, like last year, I opened up a million treasures and I would get the same patterns of rares and very rares. Really? Like I would like- get. Yeah, like I would open one and I would get like the lion. And then I would get the Luna. Uh and then I would get an a rare. Like I would I would I kept running into the same patterns of getting the rares and very rares, which was really bizarre. Um and it happened on all three treasures. And, th- and this year I didn't. And I I think I got fewer very rares this year than I did last year, but I don't know how many I opened last year versus this year. Um, but yeah, I just, I got that and I'm like, well, what else am I going to go for? Like side shop gold? (laughs) Yeah. So I kind of stopped paying attention. Now Christmas is over. Yeah. Some of us are still going for it. Get their (laughs) Slark sets. Yes. Yes. Charlene, did you get the Wind Ranger? Oh gosh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm at level two, two twenty something. So like since I last was on the pod, so in the week and a half, I've gotten another like ten levels. Nice. Um, Not through too bad. through uh, lucky tips and or not tips, lucky bets and the graces of tips. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What are you coming up on? You're coming up on uh, toy butcher, I guess. If you can get like twenty more levels. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> oh, did you spend all your side shop gold? Oh, actually, no. Well, yeah, maybe I should do that. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a fun hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's just auto chess, right? No, it it's auto chess without the chess. It's just <laughs> it's just the, it's just matching. It's, yeah, it's just like the the one arm bandit. Yeah, just clicking clicking that for an hour. I spent all mine like one night with uh, Raven. We just finished a pub. I'm like, oh, let me let me spend my stuff. <laughs> it's like click, 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 and then like it was funny on Reddit. There was a, a thread. People were like, oh, uh, "Side shop was the best thing this year. Like, don't don't get rid of it." And the responses were all like, "No, you actually have a problem. It is just a uh, one arm bandit. What are they called? It's just a, a slot uh, machine kind. It's thing. just a slot machine. Yeah. Like that's literally all it is." It, it is. Like, yep. Like, like a bunch of people are like, I have a problem with gambling. I enjoyed it, but I recognize that. 
<laughs> uh, it's it's pretty unpleasant, but you can get a bunch of levels out of it, and you get a ton of Dota Plus points for some reason. I haven't figured that out. I don't even know if you have Dota Plus. No, no, I'm 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 cutting off Valve. Man, giving them giving them the boot. <laughs> Tough love. Yeah. They don't the care. <laughs> they, they don't no. even notice. <laughs> yeah, thirty thirty eight million dollar prize pool for something yeah i guess like, like why did they even say like prize pool there's no prize pool that it's competing for it i really want to know about? what they're going to do next year because they they will do something they're like oh, okay yeah. we're, we're having ti now let's do compendium for ti 10.2 i don't know or 10.1 yeah is the prize pool gonna be like 80 million dollars for <laughs> right? that one yeah. Like are they going to do two of these? I don't even know. I think they should just, uh, yeah, they should just add it to the next year's pool. Just be a mega pool. Like, you that know angers how... me so much. <laughs> oh, no. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because from 80,000, that would mean that they have made um, four times that, right? 32 million? Or not thousand, sorry, million. 320 million. Or, oh, sorry, because it's 80 million. And the, yeah, 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 320 million. Valve, small indie company Valve would have made 320 million? No. But that's the. I think, wait, I don't know why that makes you mad, though, because that, that happens literally every year. Like, the, nothing has changed. It's just that. <laughs> what, what? It's, it's the scale of it, I guess, that. They can still go up and not deliver anything. <laughs> oh yeah, because they're not actually. I I see. Because there's no product. That's fair. Yeah, uh, that's it's fair. okay if there's a product. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think this displayed. It just like made clear that people spend money for the cosmetics. Yeah, yeah like yeah. the the whole idea of like crowdfunding the prize pool. There's no prize. I see. I see. I but see. people still spent. I mean, I I did. Um, I'm happy. Whatever, it's my <laughs> Dota fee. I don't have any other <laughs> hobbies. Although I get, I got a, a my string trimmer came in. What? String I got a new trim? string trimmer. I'm like out. I'm out in the backyard. Oh, like, oh. Um, every weekend now, like a a clipper. Uh, he's talking about like a garden clipper, like sh- yeah. garden shears. Okay, but I see. I thought, yeah. why is it called a string trimmer and not like a bush trimmer or a grass oh, oh. trimmer? <laughs> String oh, trimmer. String uses... trimmer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, it has one of those really danger like whipping things. Got it. Okay. And it, it has an attachment head, so I can put even more dangerous things <laughs> on it if I want. Oh. Which will spin off into my ankle if I try to <laughs> attach them myself. Oh, I call that a weed whacker. Yeah, but I think weed whacker is a, a trademark. <laughs> like Kleenex or Hoover. So he so. got facial tissues, not Kleenex. Got it. <laughs> Exactly. Or, Vel- or Velcro, apparently. I've but, never heard string trimmer. I had no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Very what, cool. What is a Q-tip? Q-tip, probably, right? But swab. What, what, but cotton swab, I, cotton I think swab. of like a pad of cotton. No, no, actually cotton swab. Never mind. Yeah, they, they, they like swab your cheek for cells. Yeah. Okay, cotton swab. The cells. I'm gonna, or the to be... or your nose for... Or that, yes. (laughs) To be facetious, I'm going to try to only refer to things based on their their real names. 
Stick, sticky like notes it. rather than post-its. All right. Respect the IP, Yes. Charlene. If only Val... Yeah, so, so would respect... We'll, so we'll see next year. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see next year if I end up buying a lot of stuff because I now have a hobby that actually costs money. I'll have a riding mower for my <laughs> like 300 square meter yard. But I won't, I'll have a level 10 battle pass. I like that you measured it in meters. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I don't know. This lockdowns have an effects on me. I wish I, I'm convinced the yard work thing is like a symptom of some kind of <laughs> coronavirus issue. But I wish Valve would respect RIP. Like, don't take the true from us. You know, true. Like, tell them. Yes. Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Valve. <laughs> give, <laughs> give us some of those millions you gotta pay us for this stuff and then they didn't even like do it correctly they like put heroes in incorrect thieves it 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 angers me on the cavern i'll i'll do it for hats we'll do it for hats yeah that's fine give me the wind ranger arcana i have like a level five battle pass thank you (laughs) (laughs) thank you uh bob for gifting me the battle pass i'm i'm the same as charlene i'm not spending money on these fools why am i gonna do that they don't care about us yeah stick it to the man (laughs) steal our themes that's right i am i am bitter about that i'm petty (laughs) Um, yeah i I guess i am a little bit but anyway (laughs) (laughs) i don't want anything i just want like i just want them to secretly tell if you so listeners if you ever hear us stop complaining about that you'll know that valve secretly told us that they in fact did it i have to i'd be happy i have to put in a complaint with slacks maybe he'll be able to take it to the top Possible, <laughs> all, all the way up. Uh, also, in pro Dota, just to knock this out, secret three would another victim in the grand finals. Who cares? It's yeah. Secret. Who'd they even play? Everything. VP Prodigy. Doesn't even matter, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Three O everybody. Is it VP. I don't know. Yeah, they just destroy people with like weird heroes. <laughs> Speaking of weird heroes, let's move to hero of the week. You're tougher than Axe thought. Come along. Feeding time. Have a cookie. Meepo. More Meepo. I love you guys. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. It's going to take us an hour and a half to do this, so. <laughs> That's right. This week's Hero of the Week, I was studying up long and hard because this lore is insanely long. If you look it up, it it's not only like 12 paragraphs. Each paragraph is like f- consists of at least like two or three run-on sentences with questionable <laughs> punctuation. I had Charlene googling different words for me. <laughs> like, I didn't I didn't know what uh, maybe I'm just dumb. I don't know. Uh, A <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Pallid Sibyls. <laughs> and, um, there's just a whole bunch of nonsense here to get through. So, uh, the hero of the week, I should say, I suppose, is Oracle. His real name is Nerif. Uh, basically, what uh. I'm understanding is um, the Oracles are bred and then given... Uh, you know, they're like delivered to different kings and realms and such uh, that want to pay for their services. 
And normally, I guess this is like a pretty uh, standard practice. You you get an oracle and you prosper. Nerif, on the other hand, big weirdo. So <laughs> Nerif goes <laughs> and um, he's just an unusual guy. He croaks out his advice that nobody requests. <laughs> and um, and the damnedest thing is that he just says stuff and it and it just becomes true. So, um, the king, like, only vaguely understands how this works, and so that- Which is good, that's true of, of all players and Oracle, so that works. Yeah, good. that's right. Nobody knows the Oracle's abilities or how he functions. So, the king, uh, pretty much just, like, bullies him into saying stuff, and then, <laughs> like, try, tries to, like, shape reality in that way. Uh, and then, so the, the king kind of like tries to bully him into saying that they're going to like invade some neighboring realm, but all that Oracle will say is that it could go either way. And the king's like, okay, great. Good enough for me. Let's invade. La la la. So here's where it gets weird. I don't even really know how to describe what happens. I guess the armies are fighting. And then reality splits, <laughs> and uh, and so here I'll just I'll just try to read what happens. At a pivotal moment, reality caved and broke into bits. Soldiers staggered, staggered, and fell in battle, but at the same time they stood sure-footed, forging onward to fight. Their minds also split. And the warriors found themselves both dead and alive, existent and non-existent. Victory and defeat were partitioned, so that each separate outcome was experienced simultaneously by both armies. The universe became a hall of mirrors, with all the mirrors endlessly shattering. Sounds terrible. So... It's like the end of uh, Interstellar. Interstellar. Yeah, it's just all the different realities in this giant, like, 10D... Space tetrahedron. An oracle can can point at books on a bookshelf. So yes. then, yeah, perfect, great. No, basically, he decides the future by touching books. So he's Matthew yeah. McConaughey. Good. Yes. Um, so then, I guess at some point, either slightly before this happened, um, there was like a coup. And the advisors to the king had bound and gagged the oracle. And here's exactly what it says. Launched him out of their universe at high speed on a dimensional bark in hopes of depositing him where he could do no harm. But it was too late. So bark? I don't know what's happening. I guess we're just living in like this broken reality or one of the men already shattered. That's, that's well established by... Uh... <laughs> By 2020, Sam. Did yeah. you know that a bark is a sailing ship, typically Thank with you. three masts? A dimensional bark. A dimensional bark. A di- <laughs> like, space defenestration. <laughs> Launched him out of the universe <laughs> on a spaceship. Dimensional bark is basically spaceship. <laughs> spaceship. A yeah. space sailboat. Very cool. It's <laughs> neat. All right. Well, that's. I don't remember where that started, but <laughs> nobody knows. That is cool. That's uh, that's the lore. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes, the lore is as straightforward as his gameplay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Who All wants right. to walk us through this? Charlene, will you who, do the I, honors? Who drew the short straw this time? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Oh, oh, boy. I'm not going to do a good job at explaining these. Um, Q is the channeling ball that he does. Uh, it can be cast on both enemies or allies, and it gives a little... Per- <laughs> <laughs> gives a little purge um, on the target ally or enemy, which can be useful. Um, and it has a large cast range of 850, and you can upgrade this with an agonims. Um, has a large effect radius as well that uh, does just the 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 root, not not the not the other thing. I don't think. Or does it? I don't know. Does it only debuff the primary target? <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh. Hold not, on. Like... It when released damages roots and purges in an area. Okay, so it does all three. Oh. Okay. It damages roots and purges and enemies of buffs in an area around the target. Okay, so yeah. in a in a radius. Um. So you can channel this, uh, and the the longer you channel, the the longer the root duration. So if you're just looking to get the little debuff, then you don't need to channel it for very long. Um, the debuff is important because it pairs with not his W, but his E. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, I'll go to the E first because the the two of those spells work together. Um, so his E is called Purifying Flames, which um, burns away impurities, dealing heavy magic damage to the target before causing them to regenerate health over time. So what you can do uh, aggressively is cast your Purifying Flames on an enemy to nuke them but then immediately fortune ends them to dispel them of the buff once it starts healing them. Mm -hmm. Um, You can also do a fancy pairing of of Purifying Flames on allies with the W, which is Fate's Edict. (laughs) So Fate's Edict uh, is basically a, a magic resist that you can put onto enemy or ally, but it also disarms. So because it's magic resistance, it'll mean that um, if you cast Purifying Flames on an ally, but then first Fates Edict them, they will not take the nuke damage and they will only get the heal. (laughs) I think I realize why part of why Oracle is so complex. It's the fact that all his spells can be cast on either enemies or allies. Yeah, they all have like, po- they all have like positive and negative yes. elements to them. Yes, very complex. Um, I'm I... as a side note. Oh, go ahead. Oh no no, do your side note. That's fine. This is a completely tangential side note. Um, I'm Bay. I, Bay is not here right now. He's off in Alberta. Um, just having some alone time so i've been left my own devices and i've been going down this rabbit hole of capsule wardrobes which are which is this idea of only having 
like pretty a minimalist closet so you don't have that many articles of clothing but you use those pieces of clothing for multiple things and that's oracle <laughs> oracle yeah. has this kit that you can mix and match everything and make a fantastic capsule wardrobe <laughs> from just four spells i like that you brought that around i was like what's a okay (laughs) yes uh wait so sad what were you gonna say well now i have all other questions like one how is the capsule wardrobe going for you a capsule wardrobe is very expensive i'm sure that this is just a, a a marketing ploy to get individuals to pay for pieces of clothing that have a lot more uh, versatility but also i think the capsule wardrobe has kind of like co-risen with the idea of having very like you know sustainable and long-term clothing mm. so because of that by nature of you wanting to make a, a capsule wardrobe the materials are also more expensive so it's just it's really expensive but i'm intrigued and i i want to buy things and elements and start making my own capsule wardrobe and maybe like one of the main questions you have to have is like what what color do you want to base this around because you kind of have like two or three main colors because everything has to mix and match right you can't you can't go go rogue and i'm thinking maybe in honor of oracle i think uh like navies and gold and a pop of pink that could be a cool color combo because that's that's kind of his thing okay so you're, you're going to base your your capsule wardrobe around oracle's uh color yes because he uh, he is a capsule wardrobe hero <laughs> he is no, you're right I, I love this idea of the capsule wardrobe hero now like every hero because I used to call my heroes that like where all their abilities synergize, mm-hmm. but then I sound like a consultant. Um, <laughs> so now you can just like, sound like a crazy person and say, "No, he's a capsule wardrobe <laughs> hero." <laughs> capsule wardrobe hero. He's Matthew McConaughey in a capsule wardrobe. Yes. There you go. Exactly. Um, okay, so those were his main spells. Uh, I kind of glossed over them because I also don't know what they do. So I only <laughs> described the very specific interactions that I know of, which is for enemies, you want to do purifying flames and then Q. And for allies, you want a W and then E. I know a trick. Oh. Yeah. So when you're going on enemies, mm-hmm. you hit them with a purifying flames to deal the damage. Yeah. Then you start channeling your Q, Fortune's End. It takes two and a half seconds to channel, but the cooldown for Purifying Flames is two and a quarter. Oh. Then you end the Fortune's End channel with the second Purifying Flames. And because Purifying Flames hits instant at distance and the Fortune's End has to fly there, you end up getting two nukes off and purge both heals. Wow. And he only gets two seconds of healing. Nice. So that is only... I don't think I've ever done that, but I know it's, it's possible. <laughs> but it exists. It's in yeah. the capsule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is, it is one of his, his outfits. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. 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 Um, and then the only spell that is somewhat straightforward, but even then it's not because it can be... It has strange interactions with Shadow Demon, is his ultimate, which is False Promise. Which, 
uh, can only be targeted on allies. So that, for one, already makes it a little bit more uh, straightforward. But then it will delay any healing and damage um, until the end of the duration of False Promise, which scales up um, 8, 9, 10 as you level it up. Uh, so it delays any healing or damage during the false promise, and in that time, any healing uh, provided will actually be doubled, um, and and the damage is just calculated as it would. So that means that um, what you can do is uh, cast it, just you as Oracle. You can cast the false promise, but then cast your purifying flames because the the duration of it um, will compound the heal component more than it would the the damaging component um, and then also you know use your mech or greaves whatever you have um, that's about it it used to give a uh, give invisibility but now that's a talent tree I think yeah. So Level 20. It, yeah. So this is why False Promise works great with Huskar, because Huskar works well at very, very low HP. Um, and if you give him False Promise, he just stays at that low HP because none of the healing or damage that he's taking in while he's at low HP registers until the very end of the False Promise. So Huskar can just be, you know, hyped up on steroids, whacking away with his his flaming spears um, and then at the very end when he's at their tier four he he'll pop <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah it's cool mm-hmm. it's a cool ability it's so con- like, everything is so confusing there's so many cool. bullet points that go along with this yeah, his wiki, his wiki page is like the is like the Wikipedia entry for like United States of America. It's like that long. It's, <laughs> it's insane. Uh, oh, I suppose he's I should good. also do his talents, huh? <laughs> okay, his talents. Yeah, he's got some quick. I mean, sure, quick. Yes, uh, level ten. <laughs> you can either pick plus twelve intelligence or plus point four seconds on Fortune's End. Uh, fortunes and being the Q. So that would mean that um, that I, I assume that means channel time? Fortunes and duration? I don't, that, yeah, yeah. It means, That's the question. It means the channel time would increase. So then and the, therefore the root time increases. Correct, yeah. yeah. And I think the uh, does the damage increase? I don't know. Whatever. I, I don't think the damage is proportional. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyways, I no, no one does. the intelligence is generally better because he's an it hero, um, but it's marginal. It's only a plus 0.3%. Um, okay, and then the next one is level 15. You can either get plus 125 cast range or minus one second off of your purifying flames cooldown. Um, the minus one second is Mimi, and as Jim pointed out, you can really maximize your combinations of, you know, number of purifying flames you can get in to minimize the amount of heal they get if you want to pair it with the cool uh, 
fortune's end combination. Um, and because of that, it has a, uh, a plus 0.3% win rate advantage, but it is uh, severely beat out by the cast range being in popularity. Um, yeah. Level 20. That's a lot of cast It range. is. It's a lot of cast range. And his uh, channeling Fortune's End from really far away gives you a good like lockdown mechanic of you know anyone, either if it's an initiation or if someone else is chasing and the enemy is running away. Um, his Fortune's End cast point is, is fairly nice. And that's why the Ags boosting the range on that is important as well. Okay, level 20. Um, you can either choose the, the False Promise gives you invisibility or minus, minus 20 seconds off of your False Promise cooldown. Um, the False Promise cooldown is honestly the way to go because it, like, as a spell, it's just so broken. <laughs> so having being able to cast it more is better. Uh, and that is followed by or followed with the 3% win rate boost. And finally, at 25, you can either choose a plus 1.5, um, I assume, second to False Promise Duration, or a minus 1.5 second to Fortune's and Max Channel Time, which means that you can shoot off your, your roots and everything a lot faster. Um, yeah, so people tend to pick the False Promise Duration because I think that's just easier. Uh, you don't have yeah. to think about it as much, um, but the Q does have a higher win rate. Yeah. Yeah, uh, in our game, in our Theme Thursday game, uh, Lexi rushed an Ag Scepter. Mm -hmm. uh, it's atrocious. It might be like the worst Ag Scepter in the game. <laughs> it does. It turns the Fortune's End thing into a stun. But like, only for like a little while, maybe? Or is it the full stun? And makes the range super long? But like, that doesn't matter. <laughs> like, who cares? Like, yeah, it was weird. Yeah. But, I mean, she was 100% uh, uh, in the, this is a terrible <laughs> acceptor thing. Yeah. Camp. It used to reduce the Purifying Flames cooldown and cast point by a lot, so you could cast like a million of them mm. but they changed it at some point <laughs> oracle's fun though he is. have you played oracle you're the support player surely i he's one of those heroes i really wish i knew how to play but i get confused and scared and <laughs> uh <laughs> I, I panic i definitely do yeah. the i'm panicking and just like click random buttons and I'll I'll just cast purifying flames without doing the fate's edict and like my carry hero will be like why the fuck are you nuking me? This is terrible. <laughs> why are you disarming me? Yeah, when me? you get hit by it, like your screen flashes red, like you took damage. Basically, like, what? Yeah. Where, where is it? Oh, I I I typically end up like disarming my carry at the wrong time. It's terrible. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point. You can disarm your carry when they're going for the last hits, and you can get the last hits. <laughs> um, Can't you, you could, in theory, pair all three spells together and like fates edict them to give them magic resistance, but then also uh, fortunes end them to debuff them of the dispel. Probably right. I feel like that's a thing. Because whoa, it, can you? I don't know. 
I imagine you can. Why not? Capsule. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Yeah, it works. It's great. <laughs> I. It's a real good troll hero to like, troll your teammates with, too. Oh, um, oh, I thought you meant troll warlord, and I was going to be like, yeah, he's also a good troll warlord um, combo, because uh, similar to Huskar, you'll have troll probably popping the ulti when they're pretty low, or in yeah. the duration of that, they might get low, but if you, like, fortune ends them on top of that, they can just really stick on whoever they're going on and be safe. Yeah. Yeah, the other trick with this is you cast Fortune's End on a Spirit Breaker who's charging at someone. <laughs> and then when they get there, the Fortune's End gets there and roots the charge target. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, ally Spirit that's Breaker. Cool. Ally Spirit Breaker. Yes, yes, an Allied Spirit Breaker. Yeah. All right, friends, I got to get out of here, but carry on. Okay. It was fun. All right. Thanks for joining us, Sam. Thank you for reading the lore. <laughs> thank you. For, yeah, thank you, Sam. Thank you for <laughs> trying to explain this weird hero to me. <laughs> See you, friends. Bye. See ya. All right, Charlene, ready for some noobs ass noobs? I am. I love noobs ass noobs. Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, must also prepare for war. The lesson is always prepare for war. Uh, let's see. Backwards asks, if you could have one item, one ability, and one Dota hero as a teammate, all in real life, which would you choose to be unstoppable? My question is, why did why does uh. it have to be so that I can be unstoppable? <laughs> yeah because now I'm, what are you doing yeah unstoppable in terms of what like i don't know taking over the world but i don't want to do that <laughs> well if i could have an item what would it be mm. i'm gonna pick lotus orb and here's why okay. because it's the only item i can think of right now there are probably <laughs> others that applies a like a purge on an ally True. and so you could purge like diseases and stuff Ooh. and so you could just hang out at a hospital uh and every oh, six Jim, seconds then you have to choose how do you choose <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah do okay, you so, cast yeah. it on the mother of four <laughs> Has terminal cancer, or do you cast it on? I don't know this other person who has dementia, Alzheimer's. Like, so many people are dying every six seconds, and then you you can only save one life, and that's a lot of power. Yeah, we need. We need okay, so then we got to triage the patients. Okay, and so we need a hero to help us with that. Mm, okay, we need someone with like tremendous wisdom and insight. And foresight. I would think Oracle, but I don't even understand his lore, so I can't tell if he would be good at it. I can't trust him. <laughs> yeah. Although Oracle also, False Promise, applies a strong dispel. So it he does. can False Promise people at the hospital. Mm -hmm. And then he also, like, accidentally. <laughs> can you imagine that name, though? Like, oh, we're going to bring in a, a guy. He's going to help out. He's going to give you a False Promise. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Oh. <laughs> We told we we told you that the prognosis was not good, but <laughs> this floating blue man who looks like Matthew McConaughey is going to give you a false promise. 
so obviously just like a, a, a hallucination on death's door right. um but then it works so do we go with or do uh, we not go with oracle that's the question i don't know who else has like i mean silencer has like there's remember our plan was dazzle you put, yeah dazzle dazzle's good but he has poison touch which is weird yeah and silencer was going to get the super intelligence by, by hanging out in a hospital because when people die, he gets in. <laughs> but then you're trying to keep people from dying. So, right. And I've also, I've just like completely like just locked us into spending the rest of our lives hanging out in a hospital, lotus orbing people. Well, maybe that's what Which, unstoppable means. That's true. Um, I, I like I having stopped. a more defined scope. Okay. Um, oh, wait, and also well, one ability. Yeah. Wait. Ability? Uh, it's teleport. <laughs> of course. I always say that. It's annoying. Yeah. But it is the correct answer. Now that I think about it, though, because it's one ability, I think the Dota hero is just the Dota hero because you appreciate their looks and like what they bring rather than their spells. Because if it's okay. one ability, I don't think they come with the ability. So that said, um, either Kunko or Sexy Huskar. <laughs> <laughs> okay um well, welcome ms smith i'm going to use this weird flowers glowing flower on you uh, appreciate this handsome sea captain here yes uh, while we do that also do you need anything from the store because i'll be back in 30 seconds <laughs> i like it i think yeah, yeah. Kunk- 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 lotus orb teleport <laughs> you just in the hospital you just appear in a location with a with a sea captain and yeah. a large thing yeah. that will dispel any of their of their ailments. There you go. Kanka with the lotus orb in the hospital. Yes. We just one clue. Yes. Elihu asks, shout out to the We Like Books channel to give a synopsis of the best book you've read recently. Oh boy. This is more of an invitation to listeners to join our Discord, go into our channel called hashtag we like books, and talk about the best book you read recently. I suspect uh from this question that Elihu might be looking for a book to read. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, what's the best, I, God, I mean, I would just say sometimes a great notion by Ken Kesey, cause I started it like at the beginning of the quarantine and I'm like kind of getting through it. I, I like haven't read, read a book in a long time. Yeah. Um, and I've been listening to audiobooks, but they're all like nonfiction and not very interesting or good. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunate. Well, you should, you, hey, you should go to We Like Books. I should. And hear about some books that I should, yeah. Enjoyed. Um, here, I'll just give a synopsis of my favorite book. How's that? Perfect. Um, it is children's book, The Phantom Tollbooth, in which ah. a young boy by the name of Milo um, becomes uh, jaded with life and just doesn't find things interesting anymore and one day upon returning home he finds a mysterious toll booth through which he travels and um goes to mysterious lands and by through with a lot of puns this book is just basically chapter after chapter of puns so for example there's like a um the weatherman is the first 
person he encounters, but it's not the, you know, forecast weather. It's um, whether or not. Um, ah. So he, but he's a very indecisive person and like very <laughs> skittish and, and everything because it's, oh, whether or not this will happen. And he just like feels, I don't know. He's just uns unsure because everything's a decision and a choice. Um, another one, another cool anecdote was uh, jumping to conclusions. It's an island called Conclusions that you like fly to once you've jumped to a conclusion. Uh, but yeah, it's a fun book, uh, especially being a children's book. I think it just has a great scope on being appreciative and curious of things around you. Uh, if you haven't ever read it, I highly recommend it, even though it's a children's book. I think there's a lot of good lessons in there. Uh, Phantom Toe Booth by Norton Jester, I think. That's a great name. Phantom Toe Booth. Yes, Norton Jester. Sorry, Norton Jester, wow. not Jester. So, so pretty good. <laughs> What about you, Jim? Have you read a good book recently? Uh, let's see. I can give a synopsis of uh, Sometimes a Great Notion by Ken Kesey. Um, young man Leland Stanford. It's a novel uh, set in the 60s or 70s, maybe. Okay. In the United States. Young man Leland Stanford. Stamper. Returns home. Uh, to resolve unfinished business with his family. Sounds like a murder mystery. It's not. Oh. <laughs> um, I did. I did a bad job. <laughs> in addition to getting his name, in addition to getting the main character's name wrong, I also uh, clearly mischaracterized. <laughs> uh, he returns home to answer questions about life. Oh, that's better. Oh. It's great. Okay. I mean, it, like if. Here's my – if you pick up sometimes a great notion and in like 10 pages, you're like, nope, that's fine. <laughs> Just put it down. It's not a problem. <laughs> it's very – it's like postmodern literature. It's very weird. Like it's uh, like run-on sentences, like kind of stream of consciousness a bit, although it's like structured like flipping through a book of pictures. It's, it's odd um, and it's very much like the product of – you know, people who did lots of drugs in the 60s, okay. um, which Kinkies he certainly was. But it's great if if you like it. <laughs> if you like it, you like it very much. Uh, so check it out. The next question. Uh, let's see. This is our last one because we're coming up on the hour. Okay. Dora the Destroyer asks. <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> you are teleported to medieval Europe. How do you use your current day skills and knowledge to make the best life for yourself? I don't even know. Oh, I am uh, useless. Me too. Like, unbelievably so. Like, without the internet? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything. I guess I know basic hygiene, which I could bring to Ooh. medieval Europe and maybe be some like deem some kind of guru because i'd be able to you know say no don't don't do bloodletting that's not very good <laughs> yeah that's that's the question right <laughs> it's like i know about how like <laughs> modern states work mm -hmm. and 
how science works on like a societal level. And these are like tremendous insights that medieval Europe could benefit from. But how do you get into a position where you can, where that makes any sense? Like, if like Charlemagne was like, hey, I have to set something up. (laughs) I'd be like, oh, I I got an idea, you know? (laughs) But how do you get to Charlemagne and why does Charlemagne trust you? I mean, I guess you were in like jeans and a fleece (laughs) you show up and they're like, oh, it must be some kind of wizard. Mm -hmm. And either they throw you in the river or they take you to the king. But I don't know. Like, I think your point about like cleaning like public health yeah like just getting people to wash their hands <laughs> oh but do and they like, have soap is soap even a thing i'm trying to my understanding of what they had and didn't have in the middle ages is very not up to date are wait are the middle ages even medieval times yeah okay yeah. so like well, chaucer yeah yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but you can wash your hands like upstream <laughs> from where you work uh, I guess. in the river. But like plumbing is like the number one thing mm. in like human history to save lives. True. Yes. You could just like bring plumbing to Aachen or wherever you are. I got. That would did be they have soap? Good. Because soap is just like fat. Yeah, you render fat. That's all I know is like the word. You render fat. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means. Like to me, like you have fat, and then something called rendering occurs. Yeah, and then you have soap. I, I think you use uh, <laughs> you use lye or sodium hydroxide to to render it. So you have to like heat it. I, I only know because but... of fight club. <laughs> uh-huh. So I don't even know, like. Otherwise, how do I? Because like anti antiseptics, I guess. Oh, they'll they'll have al- like literal alcohol, like fermentation. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll have that. So just like give me your highest proof alcohol. Yeah, they'll have grain alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably you could probably couldn't make antibiotics, right? I like I don't know. How. Oh my, could I? Like I would know the process, but the the scientific method of doing to that, I would want to be able to culture the bacteria and like do things. And I don't know how I do that in the Middle Ages without like a VWR to order from. <laughs> <laughs> do you have where's who has the closest telephone? I have to call a science supply store. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if you could get plumbing in place and just yeah, tell, plumbing, but people have to listen to you. You have to be like. You should wash your hands. We could start our own little cult. Right? We can, like, go and just have, like, a piece of land and have plumbing in the infrastructure of our land and area. And maybe we'll start to somehow flourish. And then Constantine will conquer us. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, if you start a cult where your people aren't getting sick. I don't think that ends well That's true. in medieval Europe. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I think we get disinfected right quick on a on a stake in the middle of town. Do they have uh, gunpowder yet? Is that a thing? Cuz I know firearms were Pro- a major major discovery as well. but I don't know why I'm bringing that up cuz I don't know what gunpowder is. Bring guns to these people? <laughs> no, you're right. I wouldn't even know how to start making gunpowder. Yeah, I don't know. There's saltpeter involved. I know that from Civilization 2. Sure. <laughs> That's it. 
Wait, wait, we should found it. Do you have a settler? We should found a city. Found near a the city. Saltpeter. Mm. I don't know. It'd be tough because I have no. I have no skills. practical have skills. No. <laughs> None. I I couldn't do the plumbing either. Like I would just start like, by having, uh, having it all in a single place. Yeah. Oh, you got to do your business. Downstream. Do it over there. Yeah, yeah downstream. downstream, and then eventually I'll somehow, you know, convince someone that I'm not totally crazy and maybe build some kind of pipe. Yeah. Once we get pipes, first you get the pipes, <laughs> then you get the power. We need a. Uh, we need Nick Nick Cease with us. Yeah, he could actually do it all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Sorry, Dora. Yeah, sorry. Um, I don't know. Dora, Dora couldn't do anything either. He's a pharmacist. <laughs> I work here. He's not going to get any of this stuff. Right. You know? I don't I mean, maybe up in like Nova Scotia, they have like traditional remedies or something. Maybe. I don't know what Canada's like, but I suspect he's just ordering stuff from. Pharmacy benefit manager, anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. On that note, uh, Dora asked a question. We, we flame his province. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, tune in to us next week. Yeah. Uh, where we will talk about professional matches that aren't happening uh, because there's no TI. Or if they are, Secret is winning them anyway. Yep. Um. And we'll try to struggle through another hero. <laughs> you can rely on no. us for that. <laughs> yeah. We don't know how to play the Hero of the Week. Uh, so come to our Discord. There's great discussions. Come play Theme Thursday. We had a lot of fun this last time. It, get, it got super clowny. I think it'll only get clownier. Mm-hmm. Um, any shout-outs from you, Charlene? Just shout-out to all you people. You you make it worthwhile, and you keep us trucking. So. It's it's true, it's true. The community is fun. Yeah. Actually, I wonder how much All of right. our community even listens to the podcast. Not everyone. The, I, that I know. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People come to our theme Thursday matches and they're like, "What? <laughs> you have a podcast? Oh, okay. There's a podcast. <laughs> like, you're in a guild called We Like Dota Podcast. <laughs> Didn't even look it up. But yeah. Um. And we'll see you next week. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye.